Hello, I'm Carmen Colosi, Stratford Latin America Analyst at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by Stratford Worldview, RAIN's premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analyses. Sign up for the free Stratford newsletter at worldview.stratford.com. You're listening to Stratfor's Essential Geopolitics podcast from Rain. I'm Emily Donahue. This time of year is traditionally the warm-up to the summer tourist season. But of course, the pandemic has wrecked travel plans and devastated destinations, leaving economic shambles in its wake. In Europe, where summer tourists keep many venues afloat, it's been particularly hard. Now, the EU has floated an idea to help tourism recover. Here with guidance is Adriano Bissoni, Stratfor Senior European Analyst at RAIN. Hello, Adriano. Hi, Emily. What is this idea that we're talking about? In, in recent weeks, the European Commission and individual member states have been making plans to introduce some kind of health certificate that would include personal information uh, related to the COVID-19 pandemic. And why is such a certificate so important? Well, to understand why the issue of health certificates is so important for the EU, we need to keep in mind that um, tourism is a very relevant sector uh, for the economy of many European countries. For countries like Spain, Italy, Austria, tourism represents more than 10% of GDP, while for countries like Greece, Cyprus, Croatia, Portugal, it represents around 20% of GDP. Tourism, of course, is also a significant source of employment, both formal and informal. And we need to keep in mind that tourism is not only about airlines, hotels or cruise ships, because tourists spend in many other sectors of the economy when when they visit a country. And as we all know, the lockdown measures of 2020 and early 2021 hit the services sector particularly hard, as restaurants, cafes, hotels and many other activities were told to shut down or to reduce their activity. Flights were restricted or suspended, which hit airlines very hard, while many tourism agencies and operations went out of business. Most companies in the tourism sector are actually SMEs, which makes them particularly vulnerable to economic crisis like like the one we are having right now. All of this explains why EU countries are desperate to reopen their economies to foreign tourists and why countries in the South in particular are pushing hard for the implementation of health certificates that will make travel easier. And of course, as you said in the introduction, this is a crucial time of the year. The summer season is approaching very fast. People around the world are starting to make vacation plans. And uncertainty is the biggest enemy of the tourism industry, which explains why the sector is demanding as much clarity from governments as possible. But of course, with the COVID-19 pandemic, uncertainty has become the new normal. Adriana, these health certificates um, are controversial. Can you explain a little bit about that? Yeah, the debate over health certificates has evolved over time. The original idea was to create some kind of health passport so that vaccinated people could travel freely within the EU. Some were also suggesting that these passports could be used to allow people to access some services or attend some events like concerts or sporting events. 
But of course, the idea of a passport raised concerns about potential discrimination. The vaccination process is, is now gaining traction in the EU, but still only, only a small part of the, of the population has been vaccinated, which means that a passport would be unfair um, to non-vaccinated people who have different rights than vaccinated people. Um, for instance, a, a rigid passport would be unfair for young people who are at the bottom of the vaccination list. That's why the dialogue in the EU has evolved from the original idea of some kind of passport to the creation of a certificate, which in addition to vaccination data would also include data on COVID-19 tests or evidence of past infections. These certificates would basically be a phone app with information on your health situation and not so much a, a formal document that gives you different rights. Uh, the good thing is that a shared, mutually recognized health certificate could reduce bureaucracy and save time at airports or when booking a flight or any kind of services. But of course, there are lots of questions surrounding these health certificates. One of them is their expiration date. We still don't know how long our antibodies last if you pass a COVID-19 infection or how long the protection of vaccine lasts. And that's why the European Commission has said that the health certificate may last for a year or even less. Then there's also um, technolog technological issues. Um, the certificate will probably be a phone app, so the EU needs to make sure that every member state has the technology to process the data on the, on the app. And finally, there's the issue of data privacy. Uh, the Commission has promised that your health data will only be stored in your country of origin and not in the country where you go on vacation. But some people may be reluctant to share their health information with, with foreign authorities. Um, and, and one more thing to say about this is that while the European Commission's goal is to implement an homogeneous and standardized health certificates, at the end of the day, the decision on what to do with national borders will be in the hands of individual member states. Each EU government will make its own decision on when to open its borders to foreign visitors or what the domestic and, and, and social distancing measures will be like. Since the beginning of the pandemic, um, the European Commission has asked EU member states to coordinate their policies. But because issues like border controls and health emergencies are still decided at the national level, what we have seen instead of coordination in the EU was a patchwork of very different policies, little coordination, which has created even more uncertainty in an already uncertain global situation. So here's the million dollar question, or the $10 billion question. Will these health certificates save the summer in Europe? Well, as I said before, um, these health certificates could reduce bureaucracy and could create um, opportunities to, to flexibilize the, the, the tourism sector a bit. Um, the European Union is currently focusing on the issue of mutual recognition of health certificates. For instance, uh, the, the EU is talking with the United States, with the United Kingdom and others about recognizing each other's COVID-19 certificates to make sure that nationals from these territories do not face too much bureaucracy when they travel. Um, countries are also working on bilateral agreements um, Greece, for instance, recently signed a bilateral agreement with Israel to make sure that Israeli tourists can visit the country. 
Um, the, the Greek government has also announced that visitors from the EU or the US will not have to quarantine themselves if they present a health certificate. France also said that it will recognize American vaccines. Spain has said it will open the door to British tourists who have been vaccinated. So the idea of, of, of sharing information about um, people's health situation could somewhat help the tourism sector. Uh, but we also have to keep in mind that there are still events happening in the opposite direction. For instance, uh, many countries in the EU have restricted flights from countries like India, where the number of infections is still very high. They are still imposing quarantine measures from visitors from other parts of the world if they, if they fly to Europe. So the situation is still very fragmented and, and, and changes from country to country. And we also have to keep in mind um, that while health certificates could contribute to the resurrection of Europe's tourism sector, they are only one part of the equation. The other parts are the evolution of the vaccination campaigns, the evolution of lockdown measures, the pressure on hospitals. Um, after a slow start, the vaccination campaign in the EU is finally gaining momentum and the EU wants to reach the so-called herd immunity, that is having at least 70% of their adult population vaccinated by the end of the summer. Um, and when this happens, governments will be in a, in a better position to soften or even lift the, the main social distancing measures. But we are not there yet. And we also have to keep in mind that um, vaccination skepticism, which is different from country to country, could play a role and make it harder for some countries to reach the so-called herd immunity. So to make a long story short, the 2021 season in Europe will probably be better than the 2020 summer season, which was, of course, horrible. Um, but the tourism sector still faces very significant challenges and it will face another very difficult year. Adriano Bassoni is Stratfor Senior European Analyst at Rain. Thanks, Adriano. Thank you, Emily. The Essential Geopolitics podcast is powered by Rain, the Risk Assistance Network and Exchange. You can try Stratfor Worldview, Rain's leading geopolitical intelligence platform, for free and get regular updates and analysis. Sign up for our free newsletter today at worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. 